The America's National Parks podcast is brought to you by L.L. Bean. L.L. Bean is a proud partner of the National Park Foundation. L.L. Bean and NPF share a belief that every community should have the opportunity and resources to experience the joy of the outdoors together. Through this partnership, they're not only helping people find their parks, they're helping protect, restore, and improve parks across the U.S. If it's outside, L.L. Bean is all in. Be an outsider with L.L. Bean. New lava eruptions in Hawaii have people doing dangerous things to get a closer look. A harrowing evacuation of the records of two national parks in danger of being lost to wildfire and our 63rd national park. It's time for the latest in National Park News. I'm Jason Epperson, and each month on the America's National Parks podcast, we set aside one episode for the latest in National Park News. We begin this month with West Virginia's New River Gorge National River, which is set to become New River Gorge National Park and Preserve, making it the 63rd national park in the country and 20th preserve. The new federal COVID stimulus relief package that ended up folding in several other end-of-year business items includes the name change for the gorge. Virginia's U.S. Senator Shelley Capito, along with Senator Joe Manchin and Representative Carol Miller, are responsible for the proposal, which was originally brought forth in 2019. It's very transparently aimed at increasing tourism. Outdoor recreation is a $9 billion industry in West Virginia, and Capito expects the status change to increase the number of visits by 21%. Still, the change is only in the name. Funding for national parks is no different than other National Park Service units. Since New River Gorge was already facilitated by the National Park Service, the primary changes will be to signage, brochures, and the website. New River is a rugged whitewater river flowing northward, through deep canyons, and it's among the oldest rivers on the continent. The park encompasses nearly 73,000 acres, of which 6,000 will be in the national park. The rest will be designated as a national preserve, the primary difference being that hunting is not allowed in national parks, but is permitted in preserves. The net reduction in hunting land will be about 4,385 acres. Additionally, Saguaro National Park will grow by 1,152 acres as part of legislation agreed to earlier this month that was folded into the bill. Earlier in December, the Department of the Interior announced the establishment of the Medgar and Murley Evers Home National Monument in Jackson, Mississippi. Medgar Evers was the first nationally recognized leader of the civil rights movement to be murdered. You can hear the Evers whole story in our recent episode of the podcast that I'll link to in the show notes and description. The return of lava to the Kilauea volcano at Hawaii Volcanoes National Park has resulted in a sharp increase in visitation and a rise in potentially deadly closure violations at the Summit Lava Lake after dark. The eruption is contained within a closed area where a rising lava lake is being fed by two vents gushing molten rock. Dangerous levels of volcanic gas, rockfalls, explosions, and volcanic glass particulates are the primary hazards, according to USGS scientists. The area has been closed since 2007. Crater edges along the calderas are extremely unstable, and collapses can occur at any time. Despite these potentially lethal hazards, park rangers have cited dozens of careless individuals 
intent on snapping a photo or video for social media bragging rights. All it takes is a slight change in wind direction, and these offenders could inhale a fatal dose of volcanic gas, said Chief Ranger Jack Correo. One misstep or a crumbling cliff edge, and they could plunge into the vast pit of molten rock or to the crater floor. The Zion Canyon is the most famous part of Zion National Park, and it's been shut down to automobiles in spring through the fall for several years. Instead, visitors must utilize the park's shuttle system. In the winter, the road normally reopens to cars. But this year, visitation has been so heavy, the park has had to close off access to the Canyon Drive on many occasions and has now reinstituted the shuttle for the off-season. The summer had already had Zion officials instituting a reservation system for the shuttle for the very first time, and advanced tickets will still be required throughout this winter. As wildfires came dangerously close to Sequoia and Kings Canyon National Parks in September, the park set into motion a plan to keep the archives safe. Working with expert librarians from the University of California, the records were evacuated. Ward Eldridge, curator of the archives, was trying hard to find a way to move the materials. He couldn't find a van or a truck because the residents in the area had booked them all for their own evacuations. Arrangements were made for one day with the university's moving truck, and everything was packed out and delivered to the UC Merced campus, which is two and a half hours away. The archives include hundreds of boxes of collections, cabinets full of plant specimens and artifacts. It's also a complete record of the administrative history of the parks. Sequoia was the second oldest national park in the U.S., established in 1890. So there are records related to its founding and through the 20th century. Tens of thousands of photographs cover pretty much every place within the park. There are maps of the Sequoia Groves and maps related to how trails and roads and other buildings were constructed. In addition to better protection, the records will now be available with better access for UC students and the general public. The university will also begin to digitalize all of the contents. Most fire-related restrictions in the sister parks ended on December 23rd, but several closures are still in place while damage is assessed and repaired. President-elect Joe Biden is tapping Representative Deb Holland from New Mexico to lead the Department of the Interior. If confirmed by the Senate, Holland, a member of the Laguna Pueblo, would be the country's first Native American cabinet secretary. The Interior Department consists of 70,000 employees who manage our country's public land, including the National Park Service. The department is also tasked with upholding the federal government's responsibilities to the country's 574 federally recognized Indian tribes and Alaska Native villages. Finally, six fee-free days have been announced for national parks. The free dates when you can visit a national park without an entrance fee or a pass are Monday, January 18th, Martin Luther King Day, Saturday, April 17th, the first day of National Park Week. Wednesday, August 4th, the one-year anniversary of the Great American Outdoors Act that provided funding for the massive public lands maintenance backlog. Wednesday, August 25th, the National Park Service's birthday. Saturday, September 25th, National Public Lands Day. And Thursday, November 11th, Veterans Day. That's it for this month's News from the Parks. I'm Jason Epperson, and if you enjoyed the show, we'd love a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search National Park Podcast. You can also join our America's National Parks Facebook group. And for more great American destinations, give us a listen at the See America Podcast. 
If you're interested in RV travel, find us at the RV Miles podcast. You can also follow Abigail and me as we travel the country with our three boys all over social media as our wandering family. Today's show was sponsored by LL Bean. Follow the hashtag Be an Outsider and visit LLBean.com to find great gear for exploring the national parks. Oh, 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 oh